Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. I'm Al. And if you hear noises in the background, number one, we have the AC on because this room is hot. And two, Al is still sort of kind of working right now, so he's got to make sure he keeps an eye out on emails and IMs. Correct. <laughs> yeah. My, my boss just said, what the F is this email chain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's so good. So, somebody on in my company, in my department, they today was their last day. Yeah. And everybody, right around the time when everybody started going home, he was like, you know, it's been a pleasure working with all of you. I'll miss you all so much. And all of us were like, congrats on, on the move. Good luck in your future endeavors. And then we all started posting like, good luck, Godspeed, like all different kinds of memes. But they were all like uh, Ace Ventura and The Simpsons and mine because he has for for an early father's day present mm -hmm. he got a, a mug like the yetis that we have he got one from his wife that says um come to the dad's side we have bad jokes yes okay so i put a star wars one mm -hmm. where it was like um we will be with you always and something else and mm -hmm. he's like oh you're gonna fit right into this group nice and I'm like, it's what I do. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? I'm okay. Nothing has changed in the past 20 minutes. Not even 20 minutes. Yeah. Like we literally took a, a two minute break. This one is probably going to be a little shorter because I still do have like quite a bit to do. Yeah. We're not going to. The thing is, is that I don't really have to get everything done because we get back in, like starting on the first. On the first. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. But it kind of but it matters. Yeah. But all the ones that are complain worthy are basically done for me. Yeah. So, like, again, it's just it's just work. It's just work. Yeah. It is what it is. Did you want to answer the questions now? Or Oh yeah, we can do that. Okay. So um I don't know if you guys know. Uh, but there is an app you can get on your Alexa, which I mean you heard that it exists before in the previous episode. on alexa whether it's an echo dot or an echo whatever yes all of those little you, devices you just have to have it like install installed sorry knock something over almost installed kind of and it you just alexa play harry potter quiz you're gonna have to lower that it's fine to the harry okay. potter quiz from Pottermore Publishing and Audible. Ah, yes, I remember. You were playing for Gryffindor on NEWT level. Also true. Oh, you're lucky. Double points are on offer today, so it's the perfect time to play. Perfection. I'm going to have to sign up for this. There might be spoilers. Prepare yourself. There might be spoilers. Yes. Okay, here are your three questions for today. If you need more time... Just say repeat. Question one. Which magical plant is this? Instead of roots, a small, muddy, and extremely ugly baby popped out of the earth. We know this the one. Yes, we do. Right out of his head. 
He had pale green mottled skin and was clearly bawling at the top of his lungs. Which plant was just described? Mandrake. Or Mandragora. Whatever. <laughs> Professor Sprout took a large plant pot from under the table and plunged the mandrake into it, burying him in dark, dark compost until only the tufted leaves were visible. Merlin's beard. You're right. That's 20 points. Question oh, two. Where in the wizarding world is this? There were shelves upon shelves of the most succulent-looking sweets imaginable. <gasps> Creamy chunks of nougat, mm -hmm. shimmering pink squares of coconut ice, fat, honey-colored toffees, hundreds of different kinds of chocolate in neat rows. Which place was just described? Honeydukes. Honeydukes was so crowded with Hogwarts students that no one looked twice at Harry. Merlin's beard. You're right. That's 20 points. Question three. Which of the seven Harry Potter audiobooks does this passage come from? Have you, he began, I mean, who, has anyone you've known ever died? Yes, said Luna simply. My mother. She was a quite extraordinary witch, you know, but she did like to experiment. The next one. And one of her spells went rather badly wrong one day. I was nine. I'm sorry, Harry mumbled. Yes, it was rather horrible, said Luna conversationally. Which audiobook do you think that was? Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. It's book five, The Order of the Phoenix. Merlin's beard. You're right. That's 20 points. And we get a bonus because we got them all right now. This one tends to be hard, actually. You've unlocked a bonus question. You'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Here's your bonus Usually question. Is. Which year was Ollivander's founded? <laughs> I don't remember. Repeat. We're cheating, by the way, because I forget. Which year was Ollivander's founded? Quickly. Have her repeat again. Repeat. <laughs> Which year was Ollivander's founded? 382 BC. <laughs> I told you it's hard. 382 BC. Merlin's beard. You're right. That's Merlin's most words. saggy wife runs. <laughs> down. You scored three out of three today. Plus a bonus question, earning 80 points. It's double points today, so you've actually earned 160 points for oh, Gryffindor. Snap. Well done. You're in the top 3,000 players. Your score is 860. Looking at today's house standings, Gryffindor is currently third on the leaderboard. The Triwizard Tournament is about to start. Don't miss any of the action. I mean, it's already Would going you like on. you to listen to Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire? No, thank you. Thanks for playing. Come back tomorrow for three new magical questions. How did it know? <laughs> I think she's listening to our podcast. Listen. Alexa, calm down. Okay. I will keep calm and carry on. <laughs>
Perfection. So, <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing, by the way. Um, okay, moving on. We've had a good podcast so far. We End have. it here. We're only going to go have. downhill. <laughs> so, we are going to continue our deep dive on Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. We are now in chapter 27, Padfoot Returns. This is episode... 33 of season four of season four um which is i can't believe it do you realize that we're actually on this is episode 92 of our entire podcast we're getting up to that 100 episodes real quick we're getting there we're getting there and we are five weeks away from starting the next book and like it gets crazy. It, it does. I'm surely and then, you got the people who have read it knows how this book ends and how it carries on throughout the rest of the series, but it gets it it, it ends up being super duper difficult for us to continue to be spoiler free. So at some point, probably starting with the next book, we're gonna have to say, and you know, no more kid gloves. We kind of can't. Well, how about this? Let us know how. Because we call this a deep dive, but really it's actually kind of shallow because we know yeah. everything that happens in the future. So it's really not a deep dive. It's just a pretended opinionated thing because we know what happens. Do you want us to actually do deep dives? Like starting we'll with the next book? Where we, yes. And how it affects the current events of like a certain book or what our thoughts are given the information throughout the entire Wizarding World. Not just the series because there's more that was posted on Pottermore. That we've seen, that we've seen through magical beasts and where to find them, or yeah, uh, movies Fantastic two, one and beast. Fantastic Beasts. Sorry, my brain is magic right now. Um, movies one and two. Uh, we have the the side books like um, Quidditch of the Ages. Again, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Um, and there's there's everything. There's Beetle, so Tales of Beetle much. the Bard. And there's also the Pondermore exclusive ones. Mm-hmm. And there's like how many of those? Three or there's four a bunch. or something? Yeah. So there's like a lot of information that we can actually provide that we're not providing so that we don't provide, so we don't go spoilers. But that's like not a fair. So detail. maybe I should put, maybe we should put a poll up on Facebook. And because that's where most of our people Poll, talk to or us. people can comment yeah. or people can Let us know. Anything. Do you want us to continue the way we are now? Do you want us to continue the way we are now and have supplemental episodes where we go further into things? Or do you want us to just go, go as far full. into the rabbit hole as we can? Like full gas, give you all the information we can possibly find. Yeah, because there are, diff- there are different levels of preparation <laughs> yeah. for each one. Yep. So we need to know how prepared you want us to be and how prepared are you. Because there's a lot of stuff. And we've been we've been keeping it in. We've been keeping it tight. Well we did those episodes about the, the wands and the schools and the, schools and 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 the Yeah. Yeah. So that that was a lot of information that we And had we to still do. managed to be somewhat not super duper descriptive about the books in general. True. We we ended up just talking about the schools, the wands, the wand wood, the wand cores, and notable wizards who had yes certain combinations that were like yeah you know you're yeah. Right. So let us know. We we value your opinions. Mm-hmm. 
I'm talking to you, Max. You tell us all the time. I'm talking to you. Max is Loki, our advisor. I know, right? I'm talking to you, Stephanie Persephone. You gave us information once, too. I'm talking to you, Gustavo. You can just tell me when I get home. True. I mean. And, and <laughs> uh, of course, like. And Maddie, when you listen to I, this. I worry you can about tell, oh. alienating people who yeah. are first time readers and are reading with us. Even though, again, that's ridiculous because we were off for months. Yeah, for like four months, five months. Yeah, so four months, three I mean, months. If, if you really waited for us, like I love you, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Yeah, and if you just discovered us and you're just now starting to read it, we love you too. You're mm-hmm. amazing. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, but it, it, it comes to a point where we can provide. None of. I, I, I don't want to say quality, but it's a different qu- kind of quality. Yeah. It's a different, um, yeah, I wouldn't say quality either. Exactly. It, it, a different quality. It's not better or worse or anything. It's just yeah. different. It's a different level yeah. of things. And stuff. Friggin' when did Ollivander's open? Dude, I don't even want to, was know. There was one where it was like, how many ingredients are needed to, to uh, brew a polyjuice potion? I was like, listen, how dare you? There's a lot. Isn't it like 21? 12, 12? 12 or 13. Okay. But I was just like, listen, okay? I'm still hung up over the fact that polyjuice works differently in the books to the movie, okay? That's what I'm stuck on. Not how many ingredients it takes. How dare you? Sorry. You Okay. Yes. Okay, just just checking because that was that was a little rough for you. I think seven known ingredients: lacewing flies, leeches, powdered bicorn horn, yeah, knot grass, fluxweed, picked at the full moon, shredded boomslang skin, and a bit of the person one wants to turn into, typically hair. Speaking of potions ingredients, let's get back to the book. Because they're going to be in potions class in a second. I'm watching you. Oh, I'm watching you too. Oh, hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What you know? What we haven't done in a while? What? Like, follow, subscribe. Like, oh, follow, subscribe. Right. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We're on Instagram. I haven't posted in there in a little while, so give me a reason to post there. We're also on Twitter. Haven't posted there in a while either, so give me a reason to post there. Listen to us on whatever podcasting site you want to listen to us on comment um interact download like follow subscribe like follow subscribe done also max do me a favor and message me message him on his personal facebook yeah not on the the podcast facebook because then you'll be talking to me unless you want to talk to me and we can just talk about harry potter i mean either way no complaints yeah true okay okay so, um, 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 so, task two, Harry was heroic merboy. Yes. Gilboy. Um, he was Gil. He was a kind of mer-ish because he was in the water and was like, listen, I can swim and breathe. Yeah. And then people were like, same bro. <laughs> so kind of merboy. And, mer-boy and he stayed to make sure everybody was safe. Yes. And he got uh, extra points for moral fiber. Yeah. No, that 
That's legit what it was. See, that's why when you boil down a chapter like this, it sounds, the chapter sounds so boring. I know, right? Just cut the chapter. I don't need it anymore. He went into the lake and he saved someone and he kind of saved someone he shouldn't, he shouldn't have saved. The end. And he still got as many points to be tied for first place with Cedric Diggory. And he got a lot of points because people were like, wow, he's really stupid but brave. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else you can say about that. So that was our recap of the last episode. Harry Potter, um, bird boy, stupid but brave. Now we're on uh, chapter 27, Padfoot Returns. I love Padfoot. Okay, anyway. In Charms class, you said potions. In Charms class, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are learning. No, you're in the chapter wrong twenty-seven. Place. See, told you. No, After the second task, everybody wants to hear what happens. And that was wrong, okay? Yeah, everybody wants to hear what happens in the lake, which makes Ron much in demand. His stories become more embellished with each retelling. Like seriously, it's one of those games of telephone where it starts with. I was underwater and Harry saved me. Two, I was underwater and Harry came to get me and I woke up and I fought off the Grindelows and Mer people and I saved and Gabrielle. And I fought the octopus too. <laughs> what about it? Yeah, and the octopus was like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Weasley. I should <laughs> Mr. Be- Weasley, sir. <laughs> yes. Um, until Hermione, in, in this like, sickeningly sweet tone suggests that the only way he could have battled people would have been to snore at them. Mind you, he was surrounded by a gaggle of, like, fans. Including a bunch of girls. Yep. And he's like, oh, snap. I mean, you didn't have to put me on blast like that. Wow, imagine exposing me like that. (laughs) Yeah. So Ron reverts to the original Enchanted Sleep version of the story. You know, the truth. Yes. The cold, windy March weather causes delays in the owl post. The Friday before the match, March, March. Can't talk. Hogsmeade weekend. Harry receives an owl letter from Sirius asking Harry to be at the still between Dervish and Bangs at two o'clock Saturday and to bring food. Harry wonders how Sirius dares to be in Hogsmeade, but Ron notes it is no longer swarming with the mentors. And I mean, right. And... It's also, um, everybody's more worried about having these other schools there and these other champions there and making sure they get ready for the next task because there's stuff that needs to happen. They had to prepare for the dragons. They had to prepare for the people. They're, they're probably trying to prepare for this next task too. Yes. Uh, in potions class. Told you. A sniggering. Mm-hmm. Pansy Parkinson tosses Hermione a copy of Witch Weekly. In it, Rita Skeeter's article, Harry Potter's Secret Heartache, insinuates Hermione is Harry's girlfriend, but is abandoning him for Victor Crumb. I'm really... Okay. I am tired of Rita Skeeter trying to create a story where there is none. They've been friends it sells since, issues, man. I know, but sensationalism isn't good reporting. Sensationalism is just, oh, it's just like a flashbang. It's one of those, it's one of those really pretty fireworks that doesn't do anything. You know what? It's really sad. Yes. But it is low, it is honestly, as the kids like to say, clout chasing. 
Yes. It's trying to get a reputation for yourself undeservedly. Well, how about you get a reputation for yourself by, I don't know, being the person who actually says important and truthful things. Yes. True. Weird. Uh, So, just to put it in perspective. Yes. I don't remember any of the names of any of the press secretaries for our previous president. I don't remember their names. I remember what they look like, but I don't remember their names. Yes. Jen, uh, Jen Polanski, Potansky, whatever her last name is. I remember her first name. I actually remember what she looks like. Jo- uh, our current president's press secretary who just left and just got replaced. I remember her. I remember things she said. Why do I remember her? Because she's honest. Mm-hmm. Because she answers the questions that are put forth to her, unless they're ridiculous questions, and she's like, "I'm not even going to entertain the the um, the buffoonery of this question." <laughs> the buffoonery and the goonery, anyway, yes. and the malarkeyishness. Yes, I just made up a word, malarkeyishness. Like Mine is a drag race quote. Okay. Uh, Hermione is unimpressed, even by Pansy Parkinson's quote, hinting that Hermione might be using love potions. Hermione wonders how Skeeter knew that Crumb had invited her for a summer visit. Creep. Yes. While ignoring Ron's wanting to know her answer. So how does Rita Skeeter know these things that nobody else knows? True. What is she doing? Where Where is she getting this information? Does she have a spy in the school? I mean, I wouldn't put it above any of the Slytherins to be her, her little sneaky reporters. Her sneaky confidential informant. <gasps> that was the phrase I was looking for. Nice. Yes. So Professor Snape penalizes Gr- Gryffindor 10 points for Hermione's talking and 10 more for having Witch Weekly in class. He then reads Rita Skeeter's article aloud, inciting the Slytherin's gales of laughter. Shouldn't I'm he? I'm sorry. He's if a terrible gonna, teacher. If you're going to penalize someone for having... Why are you then going to read it? Why are you going to read it? You are a... Douche. You're a horrible human being. Douche. I screamed that out of my car to somebody again the <gasps> other day. They why were driving like jerks. Why is the road rage overtaking you? What happened? They were driving like jerks and they almost hit me. Okay. So instead of honking my horn at them or getting upset, I literally just opened up my window and said, you're a horrible human being and then closed it and was fine. Well, that's sweet of you. Yeah. You let them know. Yeah. You're a dog, and I hope you know that. You know, yes. like the kind of, that kind of. I like that. I mean, some people could take offense and like might want to kill you because of that, but like you know. Well, I do on occasion lower the window and say, "You sir are a terrible driver," and then keep going. Okay. I'm just stating facts. It's a very. The thing is, is that like, that's like a lo- that's the long way. <laughs> yes. There's like a few choice words you can say that are very short, but have I'm the trying. Same thing. I'm trying not to. Curse. So wait, do you say the short one or the long one? I'm trying not to curse. Us, you say the short one. You pay size! <laughs> no, I'm trying not to curse. So I, I literally oh, say, Oh, you that are... stupid thing where it's like, I'm trying not to curse because, like, stupidity. No, I'm trying not to curse. You and I have already discussed why I'm trying not yeah. to curse. I'm trying not to... I So I tend to have a potty mouth. Yeah. I didn't always, mm-hmm. but I do now. Yes. Um... But I also am That's a firm believer. 
Yes, but I also am a firm believer that when you say curse words, yes. it detracts from the statement you're trying to make and people are less likely to listen to you, not because they should be less likely to listen to you, but apparently people just don't like hearing curses. So why muddle the message with the verbiage used to convey the message? Mm-hmm. Why not just convey the message in words that are understandable and not offensive? Because the people that I want to convey my message to, if they decide to nitpick the words that I'm using as opposed to the message I'm trying to convey, then I don't care. Because they weren't going to listen to my message anyway. Yes, but don't give people a reason to feel justified in not listening they to your message. Find, they were going to find their reason anyway. Yeah, but other like, people are like going how, to be more willing to call them out on their crap. We've talked about this before. Yes. In an email message where someone is wrong and you tell them why they're wrong, they fight you for why they're wrong. But if someone on their side tells them that they're wrong, they're more ready to believe that because they haven't set themselves against that person. They set themselves against you. Yes. Which is why when someone Harry has decided, is le- which is why Harry is less like was less willing to listen to Cedric's advice mm-hmm. on the egg and how to figure out what the second task was was because he was already set against Cedric. Exactly. So it took it took Hagrid being like, "I believe in you, Harry. Win this for all of us little guys." Where he was like, "Well, damn." Now I have to go and actually figure it out and listen to Cedric's advice. So that's my thing, is that I agree with what you're trying to say. But likewise, I'm a firm believer that if someone has decided to be against you, they're going to be against you no matter what you say. Get, get away out of here. Get, get, this is him, get out of here. <laughs> She's, She's like, like what? Hey, no. Anyway. That was to the dog. Yes. So that that's where I stand, is that both viewpoints make sense. Yes. But I think that you have, it's a nuance to pick your route for yeah. each situation. And I think that it's just better to tell people that they're horrible human beings. Yeah. I prefer dog. Not not the whole thing. Don't include the, the curse. Dog. And they can, <laughs> they can just interpret how they want. They're calling me a dog? <laughs> this woman, oh my God, is he calling me the B word? Like, just dog. <laughs> whether you're dog or you're like 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 as the kids like to say dog water oh no whatever no we're gonna go disgusting every time yeah there you go <laughs> but no someone's bad at a video game you're dog someone's good at a video but game but then that offends dog. dogs true don't I, offend dogs I'm sorry baby back to cute. this yes Back to Harry Potter. Yes. So um, Snape then separates. He decides to separate the trio, placing Harry at a table immediately facing his desk and the other people in other directions. Yes. He's just like, y'all are troublemakers. Get away from each other. Be gone. Um, He then takes this time, this opportunity in soft undertones to accuse Harry of stealing things from his stores, particularly Boom Slang Skin and Gillyweed. Which? Harry remembers Hermione stealing Boom Slang Skin in their second year to brew the Polyjuice Potion. And he he remembers, because it just happened, Dobby taking Gillyweed. But he's like, I didn't do it. I don't know who did it. You know? And he's technically, it's a lie of omission with um, Dobby's case. It's a lie of commission with Hermione because he knew Hermione took it. He actually helped her take it. 
But with Dobby, he didn't know that Dobby had taken it from Snape. I mean, he should have put two and two together. But Harry's not really great at that, as we've learned <laughs> in Listen, these four I books. used to defend his intelligence. He has, no, he has moments of brilliance. And then he has moments of, oh, so that's why you're not a Ravenclaw. He has gaps. He has huge gaps. He has gaps, he has gaps the size of the Grand Canyon. Oh, boy. Oh. Okay. Um. So, did you innocently claim she knew something? Yeah. Okay, cool. Snape then comes up to him and is like, look at what I have. And shows him a vial. He's like, you know what this is? This is Veritas Serum. It is a truth serum. One little drop of this and you'll be spilling all your secrets to me. Yes. Don't mess with me. He didn't say that, but that's what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. We read the same book. Yeah. This time. <laughs> um, Igor Karkarov enters the dungeon wanting to speak to Snape, who says they can talk when the class is over. So, of course, Harry has the brilliant of the idea of staying back because of what Sirius had told him before. Mm -hmm. And then him noticing that Snape and Igor Karkarov are on first name basis. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'll just knock my cauldron over. Snape already expects me to be a dum-dum. Yes. Why not? Um, so, while crouched down cleaning up his spilled cauldron, uh, Harry sees Karkaroff show Snape his left forearm. Karkaroff says, it has never been that clear, not since. Snape orders him to put it away, and they, they can discuss it later. Yeah, so Karkaroff I'm, I'm actually looking for the conversation right now, because yeah. I think that that's amazing. True. And he says... Yeah. He says, uh, what's so urgent? He heard Snape hiss at Karkaroff. This, said Karkaroff. And Harry, peering around the edge of his cauldron, saw Karkaroff pull up the left hand sleeve of his robe and show Snape something on his inner forearm. Well, said Karkaroff, do you see? It's never been this clear, never since. Put it away, snarled St Snape. His black eyes sweeping the classroom. But you must have noticed. Karkaroff began in an agitated voice. We can talk later, Karkaroff. Potter, what are you doing? Clearing up my armadillo bile, Professor. <laughs> um, Karkaroff turned on his heel and strode out of the dungeon. So Harry's like, ha, 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 ha. I found out something. I found out something. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> wow. You are, you are very mature at the moment. <laughs> yes. So the weekend comes. And on Saturday, Harry, Ron, and Hermione set off for Hogsmeade, um, taking food along for Sirius. So they actually ended up getting from the kitchens a whole bunch of chicken and a whole bunch of other things. To t Oh, and I think they took pumpkin juice with them, too. Like, they loaded up. They loaded up because Sirius said, um, bring food, please. So they take all of this and they go into Hogsmeade. Mm -hmm. They buy socks for Dobby, as Harry said uh, he was going to. As they should. Yes, because Dobby saved the day once again. And then they head past Dervish and Bangs, finding a style still and a whatever. And a familiar-looking black dog. 
The oh dog God. leads them to a cave in the surrounding mountainside. Inside, Buckbeak is tethered, waiting there. The dog magically... <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Transforms into Sirius. I don't know how no one put together the fact that Sirius Black is around, and then he's not, but a black dog is. You mean like... Never mind. I'm not even going to say... And like, like Remus... Constellation. And like Remus Lupin is... Could is potentially be a wolf. Wolf Wolf. Yeah. His name is Wolf Wolf. Yeah. And, and there have been werewolves known to be in the forest, particularly when he was in school. So like... No one put that together. Listen, I'm telling you, wizards are the, not. Listen, these are partial reaches. Just a little partial, bit. Because it, it just like you have to put two and two together to equal like five. There's like a little piece missing. Just no. But it's Harry like, is yeah. literally like, I can't breathe underwater. I'm writing a letter to Sirius. <laughs> oh well. No, I'm not going to mention it. We're going to the library. What do you? What do you? What do you mean? I'm yeah. I'm sorry, I got frustrated. I can tell. Just a little bit. He little dum-dum, or lot dum-dum, you know, whatever. Anyway. Whatever. So, um, Sirius is there, and he's famished, and we find out that he's been surviving so far mostly on rats. So rats. he's super happy to tear into the chicken and other food that they brought. Do you know how much you have to love someone to eat a rat so you can be near them? So, um, Harry's letters have made events sound increasingly suspicious to Sirius. And he actually wants to talk about them. Especially when you combine that with what's been reported in the Daily Prophet. Or not been reported. Or not been reported. So, again, we're still not hearing anything about um, Bertha Jorkins Mm -hmm. being missing. And nobody's talking about... Crouch being sick. Crouch being... being, Yeah. (coughs) Yeah. Sorry, guys. So... Hermione's soapbox makes you want to die a little bit. But let's continue. When Hermione comments, he is getting... um, his just desserts for firing his house elf Winky. Harry recounts the Quidditch World Cup and his wand being stolen. And that's when Sirius suggests that it may not have been that Winky found it on the ground like she said she did. That maybe somebody lifted it off of him while they were sitting in the box seats. I mean, the Malfoys were there. Ludo Bagman was there. The Bulgarian um, minister and whatever were there. Uh Barty Crouch never showed up, but Winky was there. Like, it's entirely possible that any of these people took it from him without him noticing. Because Harry, not very good at keeping track of his things. He would be pickpocketed to poverty. Oh my goodness. Could you imagine if a professional pickpocket showed up? Like, if he was walking around New York City and a professional... He'd have nothing. He'd walk to wherever he was staying and he'd be like, I can't get in because I don't have Where are my pants? I I don't know where they went. I had them on. And I said New York only... You have nice pants. (laughs) And now I have (laughs) no... And they said New York only because it's the closest major yeah. city to us. Could be L.A., could be San Francisco, could be yeah. New Orleans, could be anywhere in anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere in anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Really, London, all would take would be Paris. the twins. The twins. Yeah. Just bankrupt him. Yeah. Anyway. 
Um, I don't know if you mentioned it, but Ron's suspect immediately. I said is, the Malfoys uh, were there. Yeah, is uh, Lucius Malfoy. But then Hermione suggests that Ludo was there. So Lucius Malfoy makes mm-hmm. sense because we know that he is the reason why the diary was in book two. Yeah. So we know that he is at least tangentially related to Voldemort. And we know he's douchey because of book three. Yes. So we know that things are happening. Um, also, we, I'm not sure if we did the comparison for the movies for book three. We did. He... It, well, Chamber of Secrets, sorry, not three, two. Malfoy tried to kill Harry. We did We did mention that. Okay, I, I know. But that thing, that sticks with me. Yes. Why didn't Harry just go back into Dumbledore's office? And you said like, this in that episode, too. Yeah, he's going to cast a spell at me and start with Avada or something. <laughs> and Dumbledore would have been like... What? What'd you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. Repeat that. Well, he said like Avada, and then like Dobby was like, "Frick you," and like threw him, like yeeted him down some stairs. <laughs> no, up against the wall. Yeah, but then, well, in the movie. In the movie. Yeah, he sl- like he didn't go down the stairs. Well, because in the in the, the book, he didn't he didn't try to cast a spell. Yeah, yeah. that was completely that the was completely, actor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dumbledore should would have been like, "Oh, hold on a second. And brought him back and, like, gotten the truth out of him. And then got him sent to Azkaban immediately. And you can't tell me otherwise. But Harry, again, is just like, oh, I don't know what happened. Well, again, this is one of those instances where nobody seems to be thinking through all of these things. Like, Even Pablo, Dumbledore doesn't think things through sometimes. Bro, I just saw a meme today mm-hmm. that was like... Dumbledore says, I can't believe it. Sirius betrayed James and Lily. I thought he was their best friend and he sold him out. And then it's like, Remus. Well, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. He's been adamantly against, like, they're text- texting each other. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. He's been adamantly against uh, the Dark Arts and Death Eaters for as long as I can remember. He's their best friend. He's Harry's godfather. Um, why haven't you looked into Peter Pettigrew? He's been acting really weird lately and blah, 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 blah. But you could also just, I don't know, tell the Ministry of Magic to use Veritas Serum. We all ju- just talked about it. Veritas Serum to get the truth out of him. Or I don't know, you can read people's minds. Why not do that? I'm going to be big honest with you right now. And, and then it's like Dumbledore read at 9.32 p.m. No response. This is my thing. So people say that you can dope yourself to that, like, you, Veritas Serum won't work on you, right? Cast the Imperious person, someone. Yeah. Tell the truth. Oh, yeah, no, I totally, yeah, it was me. I, I totally set the pauses if that was yeah. on me. I'm a little rat. <laughs> and or, that makes or, sense because I'm an Anamagus or unregistered Anamagus who's a rat. Or in the case of Sirius. No, I would never do that. They're my best friends. I love them, and I hate Death Eaters, and Voldemort's kind of a dick, and he looks like a snake. <laughs> like, do you, do you see how easy magic makes the world? Yeah. Literally, there would be no crime. Imperious, tell the truth. Yeah, no, I did steal that thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> how easy yeah. Because it's shown that it's hard to break out of. Yeah, but then you have people like Harry who at 13, 14, can be like, 
nope. can sort of challenge it. Yeah, but he's he learns how to completely throw it off. And he's only 14 years old. So if you have older wizards mm-hmm. who are just as good, if not better than him, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they can fight it off. Yeah, but then but then, then we go, okay. Results kind of sus. Lock him up for a couple for for twenty four hours, then give him Barrett to serum. And let the, the Dementors be near him. Yeah, like how if I was the minister, Matt, there'd be no crime, bro. Or if there's crime, there'd be immediate punishment. Oh, the suspect is this. Imperious. Did you do it? Yes, minister. Ask her back. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a port key on me just to do it. But like, grab this. Take it. Take it to ask man. Boom. Yeah, I'm going to have to put the little spoiler thing at the beginning of this one. Why? Because I just said that, that Dumbledore can read minds. Listen, if you're reading Harry Potter at this point, you should believe that Dumbledore can do anything. <laughs> right? This he... is not a surprise. This is not anything. Yeah. But it would be good if I said something. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Yeah. So Sirius suggests that Hermione re- reminds them that Ludo Bagman was there. And he's been acting super suspect um, with trying to help Harry cheat. You know, he's he works for the ministry. He's helped set up the event. So it doesn't make sense. And he's a judge. So it doesn't make sense that he's helping. He wants to help Harry cheat. Um, yeah. So Sirius wonders why Bagman wants to help him. And it makes perfect sense. Sirius also man- mentions that it was Crouch who then, who had at that moment headed the R's that sent him to Azkaban without a trial. Imagine, like, so we actually mentioned this where we said Barty Crouch yeah. worked for the Ministry of Magic for many years, mm-hmm. works has worked, and was the head of the the magical law enforcement department, head of the ORS. It it bothers me immensely that he's the one who sent Sirius without a trial. Yeah, without a trial, he just said, "Oh, brother, goodbye. You're yeah. going to jail, idiot boy." But like, so okay. get this. Crouch championed using more forceful measures against suspected Death Eaters, which makes sense because they were terrorizing people, wizards and muggles alike. Um, And it did achieve some results. But basically, at the same time that he was tapped as the next minister for magic Mm -hmm. or minister of magic, um, it came out that his son, Barty Crouch Jr., now it all makes sense why I kept making differentiations, was found with Death Eaters who were attempting to return Voldemort to power. So, like, this dude who's hard on crime, on magical crime, has a son who is linked to magical wrongdoings. But you would think that, like, it's his son, that you'd have some kind of, like, compassion and be like, you know what, like, let's figure this out kind of thing. Nope. He presided over his own son's trial and sentenced him to Azkaban. Like, are you, are you kidding me? How heartless must he be? So it turns out, we find out as well that Crouch and his wife um, would go visit his son. Mm-hmm. 
and made a deathbed visit. Um, and Sirius later saw Dementors burying him. Uh, yeah, because, um, so as we know, like, Dementors suck, like, the goodness out of you. The joy, the happiness. Yeah. Anything that's good. Anything. Which, it, it, you can actually look into research on it, that, like, your mental state does affect your health. Yes, absolutely. Like, if, if you're in a good frame of mind you're more likely to survive, like, a surgery mm-hmm. that's, like, very, very, like, critical and, like, low survival percentage. Being in a good mindset before you go into the surgery helps Well, it's lot. not, it's not it just... recovery as well. It yes. helps everything. It's not just health. Yeah. Being, it's everything. It's, um... This isn't, like, a self-health, uh, self-help yeah. thing. It's fact. Yeah. People who are who look at the bright side of things who are more optimistic have been found to have better results in just about everything than people in the same situation who think negatively on something. True. So that is just a fact. Yeah. And you know, um, mom and our other sister, and I were having a conversation the other day where we were talking about, well, this is like a month ago, where we were talking about how they've done this experiment in multiple places where they'll take two identical plants and put one of them in in, in a really great environment with tons of sun. Um, well, both of them get the same amount of sun, same amount of water, same amount of everything. The only difference is that one plant gets praise. And the other one gets derogatory comments made to it all day. So one of them is told, you're beautiful, you're doing great, you're wonderful. The other one is told, you're terrible, you're like you're, you're awful, why are you even here? And invariably, mm-hmm. the one that gets the positive comments is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's growing, it's flourishing, it's not just surviving, it's thriving. The one that gets the negative comments is on death's door. Yeah. Well, it, it, that, that's just literally how it is. Yeah. Um, so Crouch lost his son and then Crouch lost his wife because she died shortly afterwards. And Sirius actually makes a comment that she was never the same afterwards. And she died of she probably died of a broken heart yeah that that people that's also a thing by the way i don't know how that evades a lot of people but you can die of a broken heart yeah um and with the death of his son and his wife Mm -hmm. he basically lost his shot at being the minister of magic and eventually had to find work elsewhere because nobody wanted him in magical law enforcement anymore. So that's how he ended up in the Department of International Magical Cooperation. So, I mean, technically he's been getting his just desserts forever. Yeah. The end. Thanks, everybody. Bye. See you later. (laughs) just, Just kidding. Just kidding. 
Um, Sirius suspects Crouch wants to revive his career by capturing one last dark wizard, which is probably why Harry saw his name on the map. Whose office, though? Snape's office! Oh, wow. Surprise. Look at us putting two and two together and Harry not being able to. He still doesn't put it together. No. Still. No. Anyway. Um, so, regarding Snape being a Death Eater, Sirius says Snape certainly associated with Slytherins who became Death Eaters. Rosier and Wilkes, uh, Bellatrix Lestrange. 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 And her husband. And Avery. Um, Avery Rookwood? Yeah, or, no. I think that's a... Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to look it up again. Snape, however, was never accused. Oh, his first name is never given. Okay. Uh, Harry mentioned Snape and Karkaroff knowing each other and how Karkaroff showed Snape something on his arm. Though Sirius does not know what that could be. Seriously, he doesn't know what that could be. Sirius asks Ron to learn what he can from Percy about Mr. Crouch's illness and also about Bertha Jorkins's disappearance. Again, she's still missing. She's been missing since the summer, guys. It's March in the book. Yeah, we're, we're almost a year since she's disappeared. Nine months. Yeah. We're nine months that this lady has been, poof, vanished out of thin air, just gone. Yeah. Her cousin saw her one day. And, like, literally the next day, no one knows where she is. Yep. Because the reason why he wants Ron to look into Bertha Jorkins is because Sirius disputes Bagman's assertion in, the, in a Daily Prophet article that Bertha had a poor memory. In school, she had quite the opposite. She actually had, like, an iron trap when it came, I mean, at least to gossip. To remembering things, because she yeah. was a huge gossip. Yeah. And she couldn't keep her mouth mm-hmm. shut. Sirius asks to be updated on any new information and reminds him to address letters to him as Snuffles. He returns to his dog form and they all head back to the village, where Sirius departs to uh, scrounge for another newspaper. Ron wonders if Percy knew about uh, Mr. Crouch, but concludes that he would probably approve Crouch refusing to bend the rules for his own son. Percy loves rules after all. Didn't we say that in the last one? Yeah, I hate Percy um so he actually says yeah percy loves rules he'd just say crouch was refusing to break them for his own son percy would never throw any of his family to the dementors said hermione severely Mm. i don't know said ron if he thought we were standing in the way of his career percy's really ambitious you know They walked up the stone steps into the entrance hall where the delicious smells of dinner wafted toward them from the great hall. Poor old Snuffles, said Ron, breathing deeply. He must really like you, Harry. Imagine having to live off rats. Didn't you just say that? Yeah. There are random statements that always stand out to me from Harry Potter that just come to me randomly because they live right in my head. Yeah. And that's the biggest one. Is like he lives off of rats to be near to you. be sure that Harry is safe so he can be close by. Imagine the amount of love that takes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He can sort of like transform into a dog and shut that part of his mind off so he can eat the rats. 
he's still eating freaking rats. Yeah. Cause he can't, cause he can't go into the town and start stealing things. Like too much suspicion. Too much suspicion. People would be like, "This black dog ha- hangs around here a lot. Let's follow it to trap it and find out what's happening." Yep. And then that leads them to Buckbeak, and then they're like, "Wait a second, this was the hippogriff that was supposed to be." No one would really think that. No one knows that. It's not like common knowledge or anything like that. It's just. It's well, just anyone in Hogsmeade would know that. Not really. It's just unnecessary light being focused on Sirius and his situation yeah. that is again unnecessary. Yes. That, that that's as far as that one goes. So now that's it. Yes. Officially. Officially. Yes. Um I mean what else can we talk about? Okay. We found out that Barty Crouch is just a jerk. And really too strict with rules to the point where he lost his son and his wife and his future aspirations because of it. Like you can't be the person. Imagine being like the, the working for the part, the department of Homeland security. And you find out that your son is a terrorist, a domestic terrorist. Like that's essentially what happened. But the, the the problem with that is that it has people question you as a parent. Mm-hmm. Because how could your oh, child I be would. so astray? I would 100% question Barty Crouch Sr. Like, wait a second. What did you do in your house that your child went the complete opposite of you? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the way that it reads is that it's not. You did something. Yeah, basically. And that's why he was shunted off to the Office of Magical Cooperation, or whatever the hell it's called, because... Uh, the Department of International... The Department of International Magical Cooperation. Yeah. That's a lot of alls at the end of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, just... Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to do the poll or not, but let us know if we do, like, the innocent read-through, or we do the... Kind of knowledgeable, or you want us to go full out, down, full throttle, down everything. Voldemort's family tree and talk about <laughs> every person who's on it. Um, no names given just yet, but yeah, yeah. <coughs> so that's that. Um, we'll see you next time. Have a good Friday. Yes, because this will come out on Friday. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> I know things. You just reminded me of Dad. True. In a good way. Yes. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye. We just did two episodes back to back. We do that. We do sometimes. Yeah. We do things. Yeah. We know Harry Potter and we do things. Yeah.